MOPS is where the party is at. We love hearing speakers and their meetings and wanted to continue the conversation and dig a little deeper. So we came up with the Chapel MOPS After Party Podcast. Your hosts, Barkley and me, Summer. Welcome, guys. Yes, welcome. We just, just finished up MOPS this morning. We did. We had a craft day today, so no speaker. No speaker. But I but, love craft days because it just yeah. slows things down, and we get to talk to yeah. the people at our table, which is really fun. And what was yeah. our craft today? It's good bonding time because it, it, when we have a speaker, we don't have a whole lot of like chat time. So this mm-hmm. is time for the tables to like really get to know each other. So today, we uh, bleached t-shirts. Which is great, yeah. but I bleached myself, so I'm looking at my lovely Meaning bleached out knee. Her my leggings, pants. her black leggings, <laughs> yeah. she bleached. I think you should, because you have them on your knee, you should yeah. just do the whole legging. I should just do the whole legging and yeah. do a new look here. I know. I think so. It would match your black t-shirt that's bleached, and it would be That'd like be an monochromatic look. look. <laughs> I think it'd be kind of cool. You could bring that yeah, style. Yeah. New look, no. guys. Starting a new trend. <laughs> bleached out look. <laughs> Aww. But it was fun. It was fun. Very smelly, but fun. Yes, we the whole church smells like... Um, it smells very clean in here. Clean. Yeah. I feel like when you walk in, it felt like there might be a pool at the chapel. Yeah, it did. So. Did you smell that when you smelled... Yes. Okay, it's like yeah. you walk in and you're like, it smells like chlorine around here, but no, it's yeah. bleach. <laughs> yeah. Well, today yeah. we have a very special guest. I'm super excited about the topic, too, because this is like my jam. I love it so much, and so mm-hmm. I'm so excited to hear from her, and I can't wait. So, so tell we us have, all about it. We have Rhonda Mitchell here today, and she was at the One Another Women's Conference, and she did a breakout session on hospitality, because in the Bible, it talks about we have to be hospitable to one another, and that is like an art in some ways, but it's also a command of to do that, and so Rhonda did an excellent job. We will put this in the show notes so you yeah. could actually hear her um, her message, because message, yeah. uh I, I laughed. I cried. Uh, it was so good. I really, really appreciated it. So um, let me just read her bio real yeah. quick. So Rhonda Mitchell lives in Milton, Wisconsin with Mark, her husband of 37 years. Rhonda and Mark have three amazing sons and three daughter in love. I love that she mm-hmm. describes them as daughter in love. I love that. Who are all raising beautiful families, which brings her great joy. She is known as Nana, or is it Nana? Which one? Nana. Nana. Yes. Nana. To okay. eight of her favorite people with whom she shares a love for cotton candy and grand adventures. Rhonda's gift of hospitality has magnet manifested sorry in many forms over the years she has been involved with various church ministries including leading women's ministry and community activities three years ago she and her husband purchased an 1880s feed mill and renovated the top floor into their living space they plan to one day open the main doors as a coffee house and events venue Rhonda works part-time for a local Christian school and in her free time she loves volunteering at church and drinking coffee with friends so cool. Oh, I kind of want your life, Rhonda. Oh. <laughs> I like, I want to open a coffee shop and oh, live yeah. above it. Vince and I have always joked about, he would love, because he loves coffee. Oh, yeah. He's a kind of a coffee snob. He's like, I'm just going to open my own shop in Gray's yeah. Lake. So, like, that's kind of his dream. Like, we would yeah, love to do something to, like that. have to bring him over. Yeah, he would love yeah. that. So, how do you go from, like, deciding to buy a coffee mill, or a, a, a mill, to like renovate it like what what was that well 
for a year before we bought the mill, we um, rented a space in Milton. It was okay. an old church, and they had been there had been a coffee shop there for I don't know seven eight years, and they just said you want to take over so we did we were surprised how much we loved it because oh. you know we could do ministry mm -hmm. um in a way that, with people that wouldn't set foot in a church. church so we really started building community and i mean we weren't aggressive or anything it was mm -hmm. just a casual loving of the community mm. and we loved it but then we needed a different space that was more accommodating and yeah. there were just different things that were kind of holding us back so yeah we um, had some help finding this building it's an old an old mill that um, was built like in the late 1800s as a railroad warehouse and then wow. it became a feed and hmm. seed mill in the early 1900s okay and then over the years many people owned it and did different things with it so when we saw it it was in disrepair it was tired okay. but it was beautiful has big beautiful beams and oh, it's man. just really yeah. cool place and yeah our son said mom you and dad could live here and and then we were like yeah we could s some people can't see you know what this could be yes. that we could i am not good at that I'm my husband is very good at yeah, it yeah so you gotta have just, that kind of person yeah took a couple years but we're there now and and it's not finished so you're okay. living above it we're living above and so we're like still you had to put a kitchen in you had to put like yes everything oh so we had goodness. to gut it which took almost a year of this old big heavy equipment and you know so it it's it's not finished but we're getting there so wow. yeah it's been quite the adventure but it's and good you it's have good. your own coffee right like, yes yeah that's so cool yeah it's it's good she yeah. gave us a gift Your at the women's coffee? conference. Yes, it was in with the coaster that she oh, gave I us. Oh, I think we use that and too. It, yeah. oh, it had Mitchell bit. coffee. Yeah. It yeah. was delicious. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. Oh, oh so Vince fun. is going to want to hang out around it. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? Yeah, so. Yes. Mm -hmm. So you live out hospitality in the way like opening a coffee shop and inviting with other people. So um, what well Since first i have a question for you yeah. what when you heard about the idea of hospitality what that made you such think a great question rhonda has to talk um, about i've this? got to re meet rhonda i think it was probably a year or two ago mm -hmm. and we had dinner together at a pizza place in lake geneva but i you just have this warmth about you and you are great at asking questions and you were just i don't know like i really gelled with her and mm -hmm. I, and i just felt like wow when i spent that time with you i was like She's just so kind. And then I got to hear that you um, bought a mill and were like the direction of the things that you were doing in your life. And I was like, wow, she really lives hospitality out. Like this is important to her. And like in our conversation, I felt like the hospitality I could tell was really important. And so, yeah, then I was like, hey, we part of um, the One Another Conference, it talks about in the Bible how we need to be hospitable to one another and so i was like rhonda would you be open to sharing like your wisdom in this and to encourage the women at, at the mm -hmm. conference yeah so That's yeah awesome yeah and i can i mean i'm just meeting you too and i can see you i can see it in I know, some people fun? just have have that in them just like exude like make conversation easy make mm -hmm. it like ask you the right questions and like some people just are really good at it and you seem to have that thanks so, yeah of course <laughs> so if someone was hearing the word hospitality 
and in their mind they have like this big fancy dinner great tablescapes like how would you define hospitality yeah hospitality is um others focused and entertaining is more self-focused so and what I mean about that is uh, a lot of times entertain I like to entertain Mm -hmm. it is it's fun to you know I, I it's fun to share with people your you know the food you Pretty made table, and, uh, yeah. yeah yeah but um it's really kind of like look at me look what I've done for you mm-hmm. and and um and it's fine there's a place for it and I think we have fun and I think you can mix them but hospitality is really others focused and it's it's focusing your attention on them more than um, the way the house looks how mm-hmm. I feel and so hospitality is the heart of Jesus and I and I think over the years I've missed opportunities because I things weren't perfect in mm-hmm. my in my home you know I um, I just I missed the opportunity to just share this the preciousness of who Jesus is because mm-hmm. I I was tired or I was you know and I just think to really offer hospitality to somebody at this point in our in our culture is such a gift and um there's so many lovely places to go to get um the pretty flowers and Mm -hmm. you know but i feel like if i can have enough margin in my life where i can just have a neighbor in or a friend in that's not that's hurting not doing well Mm -hmm. i can i feel like that is really i'm fulfilling the mission of jesus yeah and I, there's just so many people that could just use a cup of coffee at the table yeah. and they don't, they don't care, you know, mm-hmm. what, and, and I feel like, so it's really, if there's one thing I'd like to share today is my heart is to say, um, I think as women we're focusing on the wrong things. Yes. Like, yes. I mean, I, I'm, I'm so guilty of this. I, feel like everything really like I have to have everything perfect in my house in order Mm -hmm. to invite two or three couples in Mm -hmm. I feel like if I don't have a a really awesome menu I'm like failing I don't I don't so I'm really trying to just step over that all that stuff all that junk and say no this isn't what this this isn't what it's about, and so mm-hmm. my I believe the heart of the Lord is, it's others focused. It's yeah. not about what I'm doing right or wrong, yeah. and and if that's the one message that I keep bringing myself back to, it's it's staying in the right frame of mind. The focus is the people. Yeah. It's not yeah. where I'm at or how I'm doing or what my house looks like or yeah. so. Yeah, I keep thinking about is Mary and Martha the story in the Bible. Yeah, I think is a clear example Mm -hmm. of what Mm -hmm. Jesus wants. He doesn't Mm -hmm. want you making it perfect. And we kind of ran into this in Mops because uh, we like to make the tables look pretty and have the room set a certain way. And I don't know if it was last year or the year before. We just said, guys, it's more about the moms than how the room looks. Like. What, yes. uh, presence people, over people, or people over task or we have like a phrase we kept saying yeah. I can't remember it was like the balloon arch put it away especially COVID it really yeah. taught us like it's just not 
the frill like people of over things. perfection or something yeah. like that we had like mm-hmm. it's more about like yeah. the people not like yeah. the room being i think it's important just to be like how did i make them feel like did yeah. i make them feel seen heard did mm-hmm. i empathize did i listen you know like i think that's important when when you spend time with somebody it's like how did i put down the task of getting the right food and yeah like were you running away or were you sitting mm-hmm. listening to her story right. this yeah. morning right yeah yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that they sense that and they feel that. Yeah, I, I found, I, I had a friend text me saying she was going to stop over. Yeah. Um, this was quite a few years ago, and she just had something to drop off. And I panicked because <laughs> you walk into my kitchen, and the kitchen was a mess. Yeah. Well, that's I, hard. Is your front yeah. door at the kitchen? That, it, that it is was, really hard. Yes, that would be mill. scary, yeah. And um, I just started frantically cleaning up, and I just felt this, like, like just stop because this is part of the problem you're just it's just a cycle you know like if she shows up now and my house is my kitchen looks awesome because I quick did dishes and I quick I I just feel like um does that how is that gonna go for her when I say I want to stop over is she gonna be like now's not a good time I just and so I I started realizing that kind of like the tables like mm-hmm. people, some some women are very intimidated by fancy tables and beautiful. So what I've done, you know, I have really cool chargers that you put underneath your plates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have beautiful plates and yeah. I have plain Corel white plates and I have uh, cloth napkins and I have paper nap. What I'm finding is just just, just put out the white Corel the simple plates forget the chargers because it intimidates some people to yeah. the point where they won't invite me over then they feel they, like i don't have that in my home right and they've yeah. said to me i just i feel uncomfortable because i don't have all the pretty things you do yeah. and I, i'm just at a point where i'm like god forbid that i continue this cycle of perfection and i just want connection and i honestly feel too allowing them to see your house in its natural habitat that's right allows them to see you authentically whereas if it's like always perfect you're not really sharing so like if I come over and the house is messy I'm like oh they feel comfortable enough with me to just leave it I'm so glad I'd rather you leave it I don't care like I think Mm -hmm. that shows that person that you care and you're like Mm -hmm. I don't care like I love you enough to invite you into my mess (laughs) yes let me move these things off the couch and have Mm -hmm. a seat that's right I think there's something to that yeah but I did so um, we went to this mom conference when our kids were little. We went to a hospitality one, and something she shared was if you are feeling like, I can't have someone over, I don't have, like, food ready, like, always have something either in the freezer you can pop in the oven or um, she always said banana bread mix. So to this mm-hmm. day, I always keep a banana bread mix in my pantry just mm-hmm. in case. Mm-hmm. And I have never used it, <laughs> but that's fine. Yeah. It's there in case. Yeah. I have the moment, and, I mean, just – I do it too, and I have chocolate chips, and I'll just sprinkle in, and it's like the perfect sweet part to it. And it smells nice in your house. Yeah, it makes your house smell good. It makes you look like, look at me. I'm a, (laughs) but I'm not. No, it's kind of, it's not about me. (laughs) But then you don't feel like this pressure. You always have something ready just in case Mm -hmm. somebody does stop by. Yeah. So Rhonda, in your talk, you talked about like six barriers um, mm-hmm. that stop you from having hospitality. And can you talk about a few of them? Um, yeah. I, you know, I have them written down, but I, one is I think we mistake hospitality as a gifting when it's mm-hmm. a command. Yeah. 
over is, and over in the scripture. Hmm, that is so good. We think it's a gifting, like, oh, you're good at this, so you should do this. But it's a command. We yes. all should be doing this. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I, I, because it's even not about this perfect look. It's no. more about a relationship, mm-hmm. and everybody can do that. But like in Jesus's mm-hmm. time, like people, if you, if they, if you got a knock at the door for bread, you were like you were commanded to feed the person yeah. in front of you. Yeah. Like it was, mm-hmm. this is what you do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I think the the command is to, you know, like the Mary and Martha thing. I don't think. Um, Martha was wrong in I just think her focus was yeah. very much related yeah. to all the tasks. Yeah. But it never says that she was wrong. It just says the focus. I think yeah. she was forgetting the focus. So that was one and um I have a lot of friends that say, you know, it's not my gifting mm. to yeah. host. And it's it's just kind of like that's not an out. Sorry, we're all and and I also dare say that if we really start seeing hospitality as a command, there will be less loneliness. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we're waiting for people to invite us over. Yeah. And I fi- I'm finding it's more rare yeah. to really be invited into into someone's home. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because it's, it's a, and that was another barrier, is that it's, we're trying to impress, you know, the the feeling of the vulnerable feeling that you that you have when someone enters your home is yeah. very kind of it's uncomfortable because we want to appear to have it together Mm -hmm. and we're all at different stages in life and so um, trying to impress is definitely a barrier I also feel like you can look outside of it as inviting someone to your home like it could be just like seeing someone needs to talk about something Mm -hmm. or needs Mm -hmm. somebody to talk to yeah like that is part of hospitality and just loving others mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be like come on over to my house you know right. it could just be like yeah. opening yourself to yeah. someone and talking with them yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i'm trying to think um one of them was um the trying to impress was my a story about my aunt tilly yeah, tell oh. the story about aunt yeah tilly. aunt tilly she i remember as a girl i was about 12 years old and she had passed away. She was like my great aunt Tilly. Mm-hmm. And my family had gone to clear out her house. She she never had married and she had beautiful home, beautiful things. And they were just kind of boohooing a little bit when they got home because she had um, a linen closet. And back in the day, there were linen closets for tablecloths and everything was folded perfectly in this linen closet. And, um, you know, just stacked high. And as they pulled the linens out, they were embroidered. They were beautiful. Um, they were all yellowed at the seams and some were falling apart at the seams where they had just sat in this linen closet forever. And so they were all, my grandma and my aunts were upset, you know, oh, we could have used them or sold them. And, and I just said, why were they just folded and and my grandma said it's because she was waiting for a special occasion mm-hmm. and I just I thought as a girl I'm not going to wait for a special occasion we're just going to use all the stuff yeah. and we're going to enjoy it yeah. and because the special occasion does it ever really come if you're waiting for everything to be perfect no, no. it doesn't life mm-hmm. is just that way mm-hmm. so that was and then another barrier I'm just trying to remember um was um 
discouragement. Mm. Um, it's a big barrier when you've reached out to someone and then they haven't reciprocated mm, yeah. or it didn't go as you thought. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and it it's just it's discouraging and so then you kind of think never mind and it can be awkward at first sometimes and mm-hmm. getting through that like awkward stage mm-hmm. is hard but yeah 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 it's rewarding i think when i like have people over sometimes the worry in the back of my head is they're not gonna have fun mm-hmm. and i worry about that like are they having fun is this you know like that piece but i need to let that go i have a mm-hmm. friend who said that's not up to you if they have fun. That's up to them if they have mm-hmm. fun. And just like letting that go and, you know, just be yourself and be who you are. This is, you know, I, I think, like, I know that's just myself in my head, what I think through. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm starting to say to myself, wrong focus. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm having to direct myself back to, okay, why am I doing this? And it's not, it's not. I mean, sometimes you connect with someone really well yeah. and it does feel good and right. it feels like, oh, there's a connection. Yeah. But I would say most of the time it's awkward and it's it's uncomfortable. It It's costing you something. You're tired because you worked all day and you mm-hmm. didn't, you know, at the time that you planned having someone over, it sounded great, yes. but <laughs> now you're tired. And so I just, I think uh, just redirecting ourselves back to the why why are we doing this Mm -hmm. it's to um love people well Mm -hmm. and to connect and just Mm -hmm. i'm you know recently we had some people over and they they left it was fine but it was awkward we didn't you know know them very well we don't and but it my husband and i we just kind of looked at each other and went that was okay you know and it we kind of went on this little path of I don't know if we should invite them over again. And it wasn't because there's anything wrong with them. No. It was just awkward. Yeah. And we're in different phases of life. And it, it didn't feel really awesome when mm. they left. But it wasn't bad. But I found it interesting that even after I'm, I'm trying to make this a lifestyle, that I'm still yeah. having to pick myself up and say, you're focusing on the wrong thing. It's not about how you feel. It's yes. not about Good. if it's mm-hmm. these warm fuzzies and it's it's just about being present with people yeah. and and being there for them. Mm-hmm. That's it's simply that. They're not a project. They're not there's no agenda. Mm-hmm. And so I'm in I, it's interesting that I'm still really learning yeah. to figure this out. Yeah. So how do we love when it's hard? <laughs> when it's not so easy how well do i think she should tell oh, one of your I hear stories there's a story that goes along there is, oh, well story. there's two stories of your neighbors which story would you like to share um i could uh, yes i'll Both just of them. i'll just share quickly <laughs> i'll try to okay. just say it quickly but like um we moved in and i and i'm a bob goff fan you know i love his books you know how to love people well i was really excited to have a new neighborhood to love well Mm. and it's not really it's something i'm still working on and it's a challenge at times but uh we i was so i'm thinking of the um which which story are you thinking well well they're both okay okay neighbors yes i parked in yeah i parked in the road because legally because there were contractors in our driveway and my husband and sons were working and um 
a few hours later, we just heard a crash. So a neighbor guy had smashed into my car. It's a city. Oh, I mean, it's no. 25 miles an hour. Totaled my car. Oh, man. I don't know so how you do that. He, yeah, I think he was going fast. Yeah, going 25. And, you know, he didn't have license or insurance. So um, my car was totaled. His car is not was not totaled. But, it, you oh. know, it was kind of... And messed you, up a and little. You love your car. Yeah, and my car was new. Her oh. name was Selma. Oh. <laughs> she was 12. She was my first new car that I ever had, oh. and I really took care of my car. And um, so the long story, short long story is I did we got a, a check that I couldn't buy a new car because that's how it works yeah. in the car world. When your car's 12, you don't get no. Yeah, and, and, he, yeah. <clears throat> and our insurance company kept sending letters to him to try to collect you know he said he was sorry but we won't see any money or anything yeah. and so my son happened to have a car that was kind of she's a little tired but <laughs> I'm, that's the car I'm driving now oh and it's fine so I figure I'm not going to have another car. Pay- I'm not going to go into a car payment right now. Maybe yeah. when we open the coffee shop. Yeah. So I would see him pulling out with his not totaled car. <laughs> and I would be like, oh, that's, that's, that's nice. nice. And so I struggled with, you know, having not the greatest right. thoughts. Like, wow, thanks a lot. And, you know, I was just on mm-hmm. this path. And, and I was just being convicted over and over. Like, okay, so it says love your neighbor. As long as they don't total your car. Is that what I yeah. say, Rhonda? No. Yeah, it's in the Bible. Lord, Check it's not it really what you're saying, but <laughs> I'm really struggling with this. But it's been enough time now yeah. where I am feeling like, Lord, he needs you. Yeah. You know, him and his girlfriend, they need you. And I can see that now. And maybe I'm, I'm at a point where I'm like, it's okay. Mm. I'm just going to let it go. Yeah. It's just a thing. It's a thing. And... Um, I kind of got to know his girlfriend a little bit. She was very reluctant at first, probably because she thought I might, you know, yeah, come after you for money with her. for your car. Yeah, but I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to love them. I'm going to keep loving them. And then I was asked by Summer to do this, uh, the hospitality mm-hmm. breakout session. And I thought, do I really have hospitality-worthy information, like enough for a breakout session? I don't know. I got to think. And so I thought the next day I said yes maybe it was the next day yeah and I just thought yeah I'm gonna do this and then I really had this really polished and beautiful hospitality like it was very god-centered but it was really a nice lovely story Mm. it was gonna be really good and then about (laughs) three days later I was um taking a care back package like a cute little basket from Target and you know to a neighbor she's across the street she had hurt her back she had fallen on the ice and she's in her probably mid-30s and we've slowly gotten to know each other over the last couple years she's quiet she's I I would say she's an introvert Mm -hmm. and so it's been a lot of work just to like talk Mm -hmm. at the curb you know and so I I messaged her because I know her enough on Facebook saying are you okay and she said thanks so much for reaching out and I said I have something for you I'm gonna run it over and the uh, Amazon driver had just been there and he was walking down their deck off the steps and um, the husband came out to get the package and I said hey I got something for your wife and he's like oh how nice and that's when I heard the dogs they have really big dogs, and they haven't been peopled 
because they they got them during COVID, I think. And so oh, I say it, they haven't been peopled yeah. so much. And the door, the door hadn't latched. Uh-oh. And so, you know, I'm outside and it's winter and I, the dog came at me growling and I, and I like dogs. I'm not afraid of dogs. And uh, he came at me and he bit me in the arm and oh it just kind of changed everything. Honestly, I think that is a moment for me that everything just kind of, I, it kind of started whirling and I was kind of like shocked a little bit, but I went home. I had to go to the ER. Mm-hmm. I needed to get a tetanus shot because I hadn't yeah, had gosh. one in a long time. I but needed antibiotics. What was your like reaction as the dog's coming at you? Did you drop was, the basket? What would you do? He, like, had, he took it. So he, then he kind of swatted at him and oh I just, I was shocked. And he's like, did he just bite you? And I was like, yes, this yeah, is my blood. Um, <laughs> so I was, I honestly, because I, I think I was just sad yeah. because I didn't really want it to end that way. Yes. And I was like, oh, this is going to make everything harder because, and I was just, oh, so, you know, they feel terrible. They've been, yeah. they've reached out to me a few times, but uh, I didn't get stitches because they like it to heal from the inside out with okay. dog bites and it took a while to heal, oh, Rhonda. but I think what happened is um, the hospitality message that I have now is more real, yeah. and it's because I'm. It's 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 come at a cost, yeah. and it's and and you know I got to the ER with my husband and I just said I don't know about all this. I think I might need to call Summer and say there's got to be someone else that's probably doing it more. I don't know, more polished, mm. doing it, have it has maybe they're on the other side of the hard, but I think maybe hospitality is just hard and loving your neighbor is just really hard. Yeah. Maybe not always. Some people have really good neighbors and they have these really cool cookouts in the summer. And it's always you know, going to be someone though that's harder yeah, to love. And yeah. Especially so, this day and age. People yeah. are hard right now yeah. and nobody knows how to talk and just hear each other out and not argue it seems like so it's it's hard yeah so i think like your story it's like it's authentic and it's true you know what i mean like there's just going to be hard things like Mm -hmm. with when you reach out to somebody and you might get the no you might get the i'm not coming over your house or i don't know like that's the realness like Mm -hmm. it's not picture perfect it's not like I'm coming over with a basket and, you know, like going to love them well. It's there's messiness. Like just like we look at motherhood, there's messiness in there. There's no mm-hmm. nothing's perfect. And with a wrapped with a bow, it's yeah. it's hard. Yeah. Do you have any like good advice for moms with littles, like how they could open, how they could begin showing hospitality in little ways? Yeah. You know, I, I think I. It's kind of like learning how to ride a bike you just you got to keep doing it even when you have setbacks and when you have moments where you're not connecting with a friend that you thought you were gonna um the kids are tearing everything up and crying mm-hmm. and you know I had a lot of um moments over the years where I would invite people in and I'd be very discouraged when they left. Mm -hmm. Like that just really wasn't how I pictured Mm -hmm. it and it wasn't what I needed. And I actually have more work now to clean up. And I think it's keeping your focus on connecting Mm -hmm. with the people and less on, 
how things look or how where you even I think now as an older and now I'm a grandma I feel like if if you could get past if I could have gotten past being tired and just doing it anyways because mm-hmm. uh, sometimes when you connect with another woman you and you pray even you get filled up mm-hmm. to where your your spouse might not be able to or um, so I would just say keep keep keeping on keep yeah. keep trying mm-hmm. even when things aren't perfect and because it's where mm-hmm. life happens mm-hmm. it's where Jesus shows up where right. two or more are gathered yeah. and just keep keep your focus on that and not on mm-hmm. all the other stuff mm-hmm. you know I can remember a time we would have small group uh, we would switch houses but I remember you know, many times we have a small group at our house and we'd have the kids in the basement and everything went perfectly. It was fine. A lot and a lot of kids. A lot basement. a lot of kids. Yes. But I remember this one time where we were gonna have everybody over and we did and my kids were horrible. They were the worst. Like I remember we had this like drivable car thing with a battery and they were like putting wa- they were dumping water on it oh. and they were just being naughty I was taking one to time out and then the other one people are like well this one's acting up too and I'm like I remember at the end just like being like I think everyone should just go because I can't handle this anymore like it was just I mean we had three under 19 months it was just craziness yeah and I just remember being like but summer this is a season right now it's chaotic Mm -hmm. they're gonna get a little bit older it's gonna get a little bit easier but just recognizing the season you're in Mm -hmm. and what you can handle and what you can't handle um you know like hey this is my bedtime for my kids and at this point I can't like mm-hmm. we have to focus on getting them to bed you know just like those ideas of like okay this is a season it can it can yeah. change mm-hmm. as it goes but yeah well and just accepting whatever season you're in and making it work for that mm-hmm. right that's right yeah. yes yeah. yeah these are my parameters of what yeah. i can and can't do but and it's yeah. okay whatever you need to set up for yourself mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. You know. yeah lots of grace give yourself yeah. grace you know, what's easy for one mom isn't easy for another. Right. And, yes. and don't That's compare. Important. That's right. right. That's the biggest. Yeah. Comparison is the thief mm-hmm. of joy. Yes. For it sure. is. Especially among women, I think. We oh, yeah. It's big time. Yeah. Um, in your talk, you talked about having margin. And mm-hmm. I think, can you expand on the having margin for yeah. hospitality? Yeah. Um, I'm, I just tend to be a busy person. So mm-hmm. I like to do a lot of things at once. And I like to be part of a lot of things it's I like to be active I, I like that mm-hmm. but what it's also done is kind of bogged me down in life to mm-hmm. where then I'm not enjoying the things that really matter mm-hmm. so um, creating margin would probably be a good thing for moms too mm-hmm. you know if you can't get together often try to figure out how you can get get together once a month with with other mm-hmm. women but yeah creating margin so that we can linger at the grocery store when yeah. we see somebody we know yeah. <clears throat> be available mm-hmm. in some way, some capacity. You know, there's been so many times where I'm so amped up that I don't, I see someone at the grocery store and I'm ducking to the next aisle. Because you have to get going. I got to yes. get going. I don't yeah. have time to mm-hmm. sit around and, you know, and I, I'm just at a point now where I'm thinking that's just not, that's not for me anymore. Yeah. I don't want to live like that. So yeah. I want to be available to people. Mm-hmm. I want to be present with people. I don't want to be like, okay. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. 
I think margin is um, honoring to the Lord. Yeah. If we're creating margin so that we can enjoy being with other Which people. Which we have less and less these days. Yeah. I know. People. Yeah. We have a in our we have a little cul-de-sac and we've had two new people move in and they all have little kids and one's a stay-at-home mom and I just see her outside and she's she said to me you're always so busy and I have felt like kind of like the Holy Spirit say somewhere you need to slow down and when you see her out you need to just spend some time talking Mm -hmm. and get to know her and it's just like this conviction of like you got to make this a priority too Mm because these are your neighbors yeah and so it's just in the season I'm in with older kids I feel like I'm on the go all the time but I just I'm trying to be like what do I feel the Lord nudging me in to in relationships with the people around me? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah like people don't just sit in their front yards no, That's what we used to do. You we know, used to like sit there with our kids and their like, bicycles. None of our neighbors come out. Like none of them come yeah. out. We're the only ones that sit out front. We're like, you know, everyone's working full time now. And then when they're home, they're tired and they get to, you know, so it's yeah. hard. It's, it definitely takes effort, but it's worth oh, yeah. the effort. Yeah. Yeah, I've been told that too. You're really busy and I don't want to bother you. Yeah. And that has, that hurt. I mean, that's not some, they're not trying to hurt me. No. no. They're just making a statement yeah. that's true. And I'm like, yeah, yeah that's true. And, but I don't, that's not what I want to be remembered for. No. And so I'm like, mm. that's not okay yeah. anymore, Rhonda. Mm. So I'm just kind of at a place where I'm like, the world is spinning out of control everybody's thinking you know we do think we can hotwire connection through social media there that it's it's faux connection it's not real and we you know i i do think loneliness is just almost like an epidemic Mm -hmm. and it's because we're choosing to not sit outside in the front and i i'm trying to be really careful not to put anything on anybody because we are busy we are we and everybody's in different places yeah but I do think there's something about pushing ourselves a little bit mm-hmm. to swing the front door open yeah. and say Make space this is going to be okay we're going to do this mm-hmm. because this is all that really matters in the end yeah. it doesn't matter if I'm on social media if your kids make with the baseball team yeah with and so and I know that some women are not in a place where they can they are comfortable having people come in their home because they are not they're just not going to do it mm-hmm. so there's there's ways mm-hmm. say let's meet at the park I'll yeah, grab Dairy yeah. Queen or whatever I'll, in mm-hmm. Culver's and then or let's I don't there's ways that we can meet Walking come to the, the coffee shop yes yeah. Go to the coffee shop. Come to the coffee Wait, shop. Wait, do you have a name for it? It'll just Mitchell House Coffee. Mitchell House yeah. Coffee. Okay. Yeah. I was like, that's a good last it, like, name. Come to the mill name. or something. Like yeah. That. I didn't know if you were going to. Yeah. So I'm just, I feel like this could be like, this is the remedy to mm-hmm. so much disconnection. And I agree. I, I feel like it's just right here in front of us. It's in the mm-hmm. word of God and it's saying you know, this is important. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's the examples in Acts. Um, I This one scripture, it's Romans 12, 10 through 13. I'll just quickly. Yes. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor. Serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. 
practice hospitality. So like in there, it's in there practice. And then this is what I love in the Greek, the word practice for -hmm. practice hospitality. It's like diokantis or something. I don't know how to say it, but it means to aggressively chase, no, aggressively pursue and earnestly chase. So we're, we are basically encouraged. I like that word mm-hmm. better than told. We have mm-hmm. to. But yeah. uh, we're encouraged to Strongly aggressively encouraged. chase <laughs> and earnestly pursue hospitality. Mm-hmm. And I think because a lot of American Christians, like we're not, I think that's part of the reason that we're lonely and mm-hmm. feel. So I just, I, I just say, let's just open our doors. And yeah. let people come in and not have an agenda, mm-hmm. not have expectation of how it's going to look, mm-hmm. because it's most likely not going to be always pre- very pleasant. Well, it could be hard, but... Think, what what is the purpose of life? <laughs> That's yeah, right. Exactly. What's our purpose for being here? Mm-hmm. Jesus wants us to get all the people we can to heaven. Yes. And how are you going to yeah. do that? Through relationship. Yes. With one Connecting with, with yeah. others. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Last night we had a sweet couple... They're, they're not married yet. They're dating. They're going to get married. They're just the sweetest. Mm-hmm. And we see them at church all the time, but we sat with them. We had them over for a meal, just a simple meal. We just, I just made lasagna. I worked all day. I want to be you. Oh, it's going to be get the kids out of the house. Yeah, you, you, when you're an empty nester, it's, it's easier, you know, I have I'm to like, say. I would love to have them. And they were it. just the sweetest. And I said to Mark when they left, I feel like we know them. We heard their stories. Mm-hmm. Like we don't know them, mm-hmm. but we, it's like they yeah. shared their lives with us. And I'm like, I will just forever, even if that's the only time we ever have them over. I mean, I'll try to have right. them over. Right. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like we did one anothering. Mm-hmm. You know, they wanted to know our story. And it was just lovely verb. because yeah. there's moments where it's not so lovely. Right. You know, right. but I mean, it was wonderful. And I really think that's, that's where the rubber meets the road. That's when you really learn to care for somebody mm-hmm. is when you know them. Yeah. And so the only way we can, and I think the table, mm-hmm. there's something really Food holy. always brings people together. Yes, there's something <laughs> beautiful and yeah. holy about the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So sometimes those conversations, you might have impacted the other person in a way that you'll never know, right? Yeah. Like, They'll remember the story of something, something you shared and or, that really impacted them. And you're yeah. like, wow, you yeah. know, or vice versa. So. Yeah. My heart is I just want them to know that they can call us if they need us. Yeah. You know, yeah. so. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. I really would love for you to share the story of your mom. Oh, yes. Can you okay. share that Yeah, story? yeah. Um, my mom she was a hot mess for most of my life. When I was 15, she had this radical conversion. She saw some people at a restaurant and went up to them. They were Christians, went up to their table. And this is what every Christian would want. And she said, what do you have that I don't have? Mm. You're happy. And so they Hmm. sat her down with them. They talked. She was not a believer then. No, she was a hot mess. Really like big time. Okay. (laughs) So she um, sat down with them, and they led her to the Lord. Really? And yeah, and she just, she just, everything was changed. So she was just watching him in a restaurant. And yeah, and she was at a up. very low point in her life. Wow. 
Yeah, she, you know, she was an alcoholic and she just had a lot of relational problems. Mm. I mean, just mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. And she was, I think she was at one of the lowest points in her life. And so mm-hmm. she had this radical conversion. And so she was just convinced. She was she was quirky and she was amazing, but she was convinced that people needed to hear our stories of how mm-hmm. we can't come to know the Lord or how he's real to us. And so she was just convinced that that other women needed to hear who Jesus was to her mm-hmm. and and um, vice versa and she wanted to hear women's stories too but so she did a lot of like sitting at the kitchen table mm-hmm. um, just sharing her story with women that were that she'd meet like at AA or just she'd just meet people at, at a restaurant she'd go alone and then she'd meet a woman and then she'd have this woman come back and she'd just share the gospel and pray with them. And she was really amazing that way. That's what I mean, some people have that gift. Yes. yes. Like my mm-hmm. husband's father is that way. He will like just strike up a conversation before you know it. The guy's pouring his heart out. I'm like, how do you do how that? Did, you just asked yeah. about his groceries. Like yeah. what? that yeah. is a gift. It totally it is, is a gift. Yeah. But I think we could, we can all do that. Yeah. But I mean, some of us choose to stay closed or yeah it might be less natural yeah but but my mom she she was what I love about my mom is that I I I hated it for a while Mm -hmm. but what I love she's been gone for 13 years but what I loved about her is that she could just sit with anyone she had so many different kinds of friends women that were abused in abusive relationships Mm -hmm. and she would just she would almost like disciple them Mm -hmm. you know and so she's been gone for a while but she was not a housekeeper or a homemaker, really. She prided herself in never having a new sofa in her life, and she <laughs> thought that was good. Ah, she wow. wasn't going to be one of these people that, you know. Yeah. And it's funny because I kind of went the other way. You're the opposite. Yeah. opposite. Like, oh. yeah. And so she would, we would laugh about it. But, yeah. like, I stopped over at her house one day after work, and I saw a car there that I didn't know, and I'm like, She's got like, she's got someone over, typical. and I walked in in her house. I mean, she hadn't done dishes. I mean, she was an empty nester, yeah. but I mean, she hadn't done dishes for a long time, and I was like, "Wow, mother!" <laughs> and then just laundry, just her but house that just was shows. It right? was just yeah. They didn't need that. And she she introduced me to this gal, and I said hi. Okay, I'll talk to you later, mom. And I left. And then later on that night, and this was a moment too, mm-hmm. where I was like, okay. She, um, I called her and I said, Mom, your house was just like, I was trying to be sensitive. I'm trying to help I'm you, I'm trying Mom. to help you out here, Jean. But I mean, I just was like, Mom. And she's like, what? And I said, I mean, yeah, dishes. It's, I like how you don't care. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really mean that, did I? <laughs> um, and, and she kind of got on me and she just said, Rhonda. And I said, what? And she says, she didn't, she doesn't care about the dishes. She was hanging on by a thread. And I was like, I do have the wrong focus here. A Mm -hmm. lot of this focus is, you know, if, if she was going to, if this gal was going to wait till my mom had her house clean. And so I'm just, so that moment in time, I was like, I really have the wrong focus and and even though I like to do all the pretty things I really need to so it's been brewing in me for a long Mm -hmm. time Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. it's fine Rhonda that you like matching curtains like you know you like this you like Chip and Joanna it's great Mm -hmm. but when it's it's stopping me Mm -hmm. from like 
pursuing pursuing yeah. a neighbor to come in and visit or right. or when I have no margin to stand and talk to the neighbor that really clearly needs the Lord right. I mean and who am I to say but I'm just I'm learning that um, our focus needs to just be simple mm-hmm. just on the simplicity of the gospel yeah. and I think we will be less lonely yeah. and happier yeah. in, in I love that so yeah my mom she was a good I wish she was still here sometimes I'm like mom I'm getting it you're like look I got it that's awesome I think that's great we so appreciate you sharing your heart thank you wisdom with us yeah it was really good really good right all right thanks ladies thank you Rhonda Thank you guys so much for listening. A quick reminder that the opinions discussed are solely the opinions of the individuals and do not necessarily represent Mops International or the chapel. If you wouldn't mind liking and subscribing to our podcast, it would mean so much to us. If you're feeling extra generous, even give us a little shout out or review. We love doing this and with your help, we can continue to do so. So thank you in advance. Also feel free to follow us and give us some love on our Instagram page, the Chapel Mops After Party. The Chapel Mops After Party is proud to be part of the Mops Podcast Network. There is a group of moms who get you, need you, and are here to remind you that you are never alone. So find your mom village online or in person at mops.org backslash find a group. 